Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. It's your host, Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. Before we get started, I want to send a special shout out to Emma and her family in South Africa for leaving us such a lovely review. Thank you so much, Emma. Now, a message for the grown-ups. Do you run a small business or an Etsy shop or have you written a children's book? Girl Tales is seeking sponsors for our episodes and we want to promote you and your business. If you're interested, email me at rebecca at girltalespodcast.com. Now, some info on our episode today. Typically, we post a little girls doing big things interview, but I wanted to change it up a bit for Labor Day weekend. All of our tailblazers on Patreon get to hear special episodes that we don't post on every other platform. In these episodes, kids like you interview the writers who write our fairy tales. Today, you'll hear Chloe of Chloe's Friendship Circle podcast, ask Liza Birkenmeyer about the fairy tale she wrote for Girl Tales called The Mystery of the Dancing Princesses. If you haven't heard The Mystery of the Dancing Princesses yet, go check it out. It's our most popular episode. I'll leave the link for you in our show notes. If you'd like to hear more kid and writer interviews like this one, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Or if you have a lot of questions about one particular story that you've heard on Girl Tales, maybe you could interview a writer too. Email me at Rebecca at GirlTalesPodcast.com and I'll try and set it up. Now on to the episode. This is Chloe Asks Liza Questions. Enjoy! So hello. 
Hello, Chloe. So, first question is, what inspired you to write The Mystery of the Dancing Princesses? Uh, well, The Mystery of the Dancing Princesses, the episode of Girl Tales, is based on a story called uh, 12 Dancing Princesses. That was a story that um, when I, I don't know when I first heard it. I was certainly a kid, though. And I, it really captured my imagination in the best way. I definitely read it on the page. And I thought that the idea that these girls were sneaking out in the night to dance at a secret dance party was the most fun thing I could imagine. And so my brain was just really full of like fun looking stuff when I, when I read that story. So when, when Girl Tales first approached me about writing something, it was the first thing that came to mind. And in that original story, there is a, I guess, king of some place, and his 12 daughters, the 12 princesses, are wearing through their shoes at night. And he cannot figure out what they are doing. And then eventually... Um, there is a man who comes to the house and discovers that, in fact, the 12 princesses are going through a hole in their bedroom floor and sneaking out to a magical sort of place in the middle of the night and dancing. Uh, And so in the Girl Tales version of this story, it's just a little bit reorganized so that that we have more contemporary feeling girls who are who are going out and dancing just them it's just the sisters who are going out and dancing and they're really uh no princes or suitors or fathers in the story at all in this version oh so um was like the girl in the beginning like the like the girl who gave the cloak to the other the girl who figures it out like was there a character like her originally there there is a character like her originally. And um, in the Girl Tales version, it's this sort of magical older person on a bus. In the original version, it's sort of a magical older person in the middle of nowhere. Um, but th- they have some similar characteristics, actually. Yeah, and that, that's based on something from the original story. So next question is, what character are you most like in real life? Oh my gosh, what a great question. I think I really relate to Nico, the oldest of the daughters, um, just because I am an oldest sister, and that's a job I've always loved a lot. Me too. <laughs> yeah? How many younger siblings do you have? I have one, but if you count my, but if you count my dog, then there's two. I totally get that. I had a really similar situation to you. Who do you identify with most? And the story, what character? All of them since I like to dance. Cool. Cool. How long did it take you to write the story? Oh, wow. That's a great question. I think it took me... um, It took me a couple of weeks to really sort of imagine and think around what what the story might feel like. Uh, I, I really took some time, I don't know, maybe two, three, four weeks, maybe a month to just think about what 
the story I wanted to make and what I thought would be most fun to listen to. And then when I wrote it, I wrote it very quickly, probably just in a few days. But it should be known that I am not in school and this is my only job at the time. So (laughs) all I did all day for a few days was was write this episode. Wow. That's that's really cool because I'm – like it's cool that you were able to accomplish it and like – um. In a couple of days, because usually, like, when I think of people writing stories, they'll probably have, like, like, even the ones that have stuff to do, like, the people writing, like, those novels, mm-hmm. the popular novels, I'm, like, I'm surprised that you did it in a couple of days, but it usually takes them, like, a year or two. Totally. And you know what? I'm trying to write a book for myself, too, and that is taking me years I've been working on that for a few years. So it just kind of depends on what it is. Like for the book, it's like I only write a little bit at a time. And for this episode, I really got to, you know, I was at home with my family visiting with them. So I really got to sit around all day for a few days and and really work on it. But then um, after doing that in just a few days, I should also, you know, mention that it wasn't really finished. I sent it in to Rebecca from Girl Tales who directed the episode and she talked me through it and I went back and I wrote it again and then maybe even wrote it again. So while maybe writing the story down for the first time was only a few days, it took a lot of it took a lot of tries. <laughs> which which took over, you know, maybe a month or two. So Next question is, how do you beat writer's block? Well, if you don't mind, I'll tell you a theory I have about writer's block. This idea that I get about it, which is that I actually think what happens is not that I have nothing to write about or no good ideas. It feels usually to me like I have too many ideas and that there are just simply too many things in the world to write about in stories. I think that there are just great stories about every little thing. So with my with with my version of writer's block, which I don't think I'm that special. I think maybe a lot of people have the same thing. It's really about um, choosing the story that sounds like I'm going to be be able to have so much fun with it that I can really make it through to the end. So even if that means, you know, halfway through changing my mind about the thing I'm writing or combining a couple of my favorite ideas to make a new idea or um, redoing an old idea, whatever it is, it's usually the way to combat my version of writer's block is not to think about that I have to think of a brand new idea, but actually how do I narrow it down to the most fun idea for me in that moment? And what story do I think that I can tell that maybe no one else can tell? So that's cool. I have a similar way. Like I was writing an opinion essay for school one time. Uh-huh. So we we ha- I had to like go through a couple of topics to like see like which one I would um choose. I had like I'm pretty sure I had like five. Mm-hmm. And, like every day I kept like thinking about like what like what topic I should do. Uh huh. Like, like would I be able to like know a lot about it and like get it done in get it done in like a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. 
So um, it usually like helps to like take out and like eliminate certain ideas, like mm-hmm. add in some ideas. Totally. I, yeah. Sometimes it's just there are actually too many ideas out there, not too few, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe your brain's similar. Yeah. So our next question is, how did Rebecca find your story? You know what? I actually I actually have um, some friends who are also friends with Rebecca in real life. Rebecca and I met at a friend's yard having like some fun times, maybe some dinner. I don't really remember, but um, I got to meet her in person in real life uh, with, with some other friends. And we talked and learned that we were both working in the theater. So um, was she doing her podcast then? I don't, I don't think it had started when I first met her. So I think she was, she was doing a lot of theater directing. And, and I think shortly after that, Rebecca started doing Girl Tales. And I remember hearing about Girl Tales and knowing she was doing it and getting so excited when she emailed me to ask me if, if I might be interested in writing for her. So that was really cool. So she was able to like get to know you and see if she wanted to have you on the podcast. Yeah. And she even came cause she's just really cool like that. So she came to see, um, uh, a play of mine at some point too. So she kind of got to know my work and got to know me and, um, and that was really cool and special. Thank you for, um, t- talking to me and, and, um, and that was our, that was our last question. Thank you, Chloe. It was so fun to talk to you. I loved your questions. It was a great time. That was Chloe Asks Liza Questions. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this one, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, I believe in you. Be an Sir